Welcome to The Waiting Room, a space where single women share what we can do while we wait on Jesus. Specifically, we're looking at ways to stay active in other areas of our lives while we wait on Jesus to intervene and his promises to come to pass. In this 30-minute podcast that Victoria and Gabriel and Ashley DeVoe will be holding twice a month, we're focusing on how to uplift, refresh, and re-engage our sisters when the wait doesn't seem worth it. Make space, you're sure to bloom in the waiting room. Welcome to The Waiting Room, a space where single women share what we can do while we wait on Jesus. Specifically, we're looking at ways to stay active in other areas of our lives while we wait on Jesus to intervene and his promises to come to pass. In this 30-minute podcast that Victoria and Gabriel and Ashley DeVoe will be holding twice a month, we're focusing on how to uplift, refresh, and re-engage our sisters when the wait doesn't seem worth it. Make space, you're sure to bloom in the waiting room. Hey guys. Hey guys, welcome back to The Waiting Room. I'm Ashley Gubo. And I'm Victoria Igedula. And today we'll be talking about pursuing your God-given purpose. Woo! Woo-woo! Yes. <laughs> yes. Before we get into it, you guys already know what it is. We got to invite the Holy Spirit to come do what it do best. Go ahead, yeah. Sister Victoria, get us in. Sure. Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, let your spirit lead us in this conversation about the pursuit of God-given purpose. You've given us this topic to talk about, and so we pray that our words be filled with only what you would have us say. Have your way as only you can. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So you guys, we're talking about pursuing your God-given purpose, what it looks like, what is purpose, what does that mean? But before we jump into that, okay. 
You know, we gotta give her a shout out. We gotta give her a shout out. I'm, go ahead. So go ahead. Girl. We gotta just take a moment to give a shout out to our fearless leader, Miss Crystal Isakoya, CEO of Wow Organization, which is W H O W Women Helping Other Women. Without her obedience to the Holy Spirit and sharing her platform and allowing us the opportunity to do this podcast, we wouldn't be with you guys today. So we just want to give her a shout out and uh, you know, just just thank her for helping these women out so yes, that we ma'am. can help y'all as well. Woohoo! Yes. <laughs> All right. So uh before we get into it, I did go and you know, research what, what is the definition of purpose. And I find some, um, came up on some um, definitions that I'm going to share with you guys. So the first two are um, something set up as an object or end to attain um, intention, resolution, determination. And then secondly, a subject under discussion or an action in course of execution. And then lastly, on purpose, um by intent or international internationally intentionally intentionally i'm sorry no, thank okay. you thank no, you for okay. helping us women out women helping other women you know it's all about wow <laughs> all right what do you think that means to you sister Vic? like what, um, what comes to your mind about so this? here's the one thing i'll say these are some very challenging definitions <laughs> Miriam Webster was not trying. She was to, not trying to break. She it was down. not trying to be clear for the girl. No, you know what I mean, she was just out here trying to mislead. Mislead. But um, um, what I would say, what I think is very interesting about purpose is that it it describes both a thing, yes, that you're trying to get. Like when we talked about um, uh, end to be attained, right? Yeah. End to be attained. That's like a prize. It's something that you get. At the end of uh, of something, the result of something. Yeah. But then the second definition says an action in course of execution. So purpose can also be a verb. It can also be something um, that you can be actively doing. Doing. Yeah. Whereas we're talking about today, actively pursuing. Yeah. So um, for me, when I think about purpose, the word meaning comes to mind. Mm. You know, like what is the meaning behind something? Right. What is the point of doing it? You know, that's normally when I think of purpose, those are the, the two things that come to mind, but more so meaning. Mm. Yes. And do you Ash? Um, I definitely agree. When I was researching the words, it was not breaking it down, it was more getting more complicated and right. complicated. I'm like, really? It's the word purpose. Like right. can I get something simplified? But yeah. You know, I just have to get it out there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like you said, when I think about the word of purpose, I think of um, something that's ordained. Okay. So I think it's something that's predestined. Like, it's, okay. so that's the two words that come to my mind. Okay. Um, ordained and destined. And destined. It's something okay. that, you know, we're destined to do. Like, mm. no matter what, you can't run away from it. I don't know. Ooh. That's what comes to my spirit. It's like, you're here, there's a purpose, there's a calling over your life, yeah. and it's specifically for you. Huh. Well, that's deep. That's yeah, deep. That's a little deep in there. I like that. For a little spice. I like that. Um, so before we move forward, we have, um, I have come across uh, some noun words and also some verbs. Uh, so the three noun uh, verbs that come to my mind about purpose is design, mark, and plan. Mm. Okay. Okay. Um, Okay, and then the verb words that I have here are aim, aspire, and meditate. Mm-hmm. 
I like the word meditate for um, the verb because I feel like that's very important. When I think of meditate, I think of prayer. Hmm. I feel like our purpose is something that we'll find or get, get revelation through prayer. Oh, wow. So when I saw that word, I was like, and still like, hmm, purpose, you got to meditate on it. That's deep. Yeah. Like, it's not something that's easy. Uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, for now, I like the word plan. Like, yeah. it, it makes me think of, you know, the plan that God has for our lives. Yeah. Right? When the interesting thing about, well, I know we're going to get into a little bit more. I'm going to give a little dash right here. Right? Yeah. It's a little, 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 little seasoning, fight. a little seasoning right here. Um, but, like, when you're thinking about God, uh, God-given purpose, mm-hmm. it all has to do with what God's plan is for your life. Yeah. It's, it's the only thing that is us is the vessel that God yeah, is working yeah. through. But the, the, the thought process, the execution, everything involved in the plan of purpose is all God. Amen. Yeah. So I like that word plan for that. Yeah. I mean, I do also like, you know, something that we're aiming at, so, mm-hmm. um, and aspire, something that we have to, you know, within us aspire to do. So it's like when we come one in Christ and, you know, we're Christian and, you know, God is saying he has a plan for life, we got to, um, agree come to agreement with his plan with the purpose that he has for our lives so i like those two words next um and if you have anything else to say sister no ma'am you basically hit it all i'm just in complete agreement yeah all right so i have some three little information that i want to share out there you know just a reminder god has a plan for your life he created you for greatness so remember that as we move along do not allow the enemy to feed you lies when the word of god states he has a plan for your life lastly while we are in this waiting season be intentional about seeking your uh, god-given purpose so we have some scriptures for you guys. We gotta cite our sources. Come Amen. on now, we need the <laughs> word God. You know, just be out here talking for God and not quote God. Amen. Listen, let them know. <laughs> let them know. Yes. So I'm gonna share two, and Vic was gonna share uh, the last two, and before yes. we move to the last two, we we'll just kind of break it down for you guys. Yes. So the first one is Jeremiah one verse five. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. And then our favorite, which everybody knows, Jeremiah 29, verse 11. Mm-hmm. Okay, because mm-hmm. it's just so good. Mm-hmm. Just in case you don't write it. <laughs> for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Yeah. That was NIV for y'all to know. <laughs> Do you want to, what does that mean to you, Vic, those two verses? What comes to your spirit? Or your mind? You know what's so interesting? I, I as I was reading um, along with you, as you were reading uh, mm-hmm. those scripture passages aloud, I was just looking for where you could just uh, insert the word purpose. Purpose. And you could really, you could literally insert. So if we went to Jeremiah 1 5, you could say, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew your purpose. I knew your purpose. Before you were born, I set you apart with purpose. I appointed you with purpose as a prophet to the next. You know what I'm saying? You You can add that in there. And then in the second one, you can say, for I know the purpose I have for you, declares the Lord. Lord. Um, Purpose to prosper you and not to harm you. Purpose to give you a hope and a future. Look at you, Vic. 
that was what came to mind as you were reading that. I was like, if these two scripture passages don't talk about um, not just pursuing God-given purpose, but the fact that God tells us yeah. that he has given us God-given purpose so that we can pursue it. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not a feeling that we have. It is a fact. Yes. It is a, a, yes. a spoken hard fact in the word of God. I have given you purpose. Wow. Because we just saw the word plan is another word for purpose. Yes, it is. It was. Mm-hmm. Very well said so. Okay. <laughs> Right? Exactly. Um, I definitely agree with you. I didn't think of it like that, you know, putting the word purpose in there and just yeah. to see it's just so, so powerful. It definitely gave me something to look into when I'm reading those scriptures in the future. Right? Um, yeah, so when I look at those two um, verses in Jeremiah, it's definitely a reminder that the Lord has something in store, something in mind for me, specifically for me. That gives me hope. That feeds my faith, realizing and understanding that, hey, you're here for a reason. You're in a mission, mm-hmm. you know, so just that reminder that, hey, I'm with you. I got you. I'm ordaining your footsteps. I'm right. aligning your footsteps. Right. I got you. In case you forgot, here you go. The scripture just reminding you again. For sure. Now, that's really good. Um, okay. So the next thing we have is Ephesians 2.10, which says, for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Again, good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. In advance. Not the good works that we think we're doing. Mm. You know? Not the Mm. charities and all this other stuff that you're a part of thinking you're doing good works. It's the stuff that God prepared in advance. In advance. For us to do. Just wanted to make that, you know, abundantly clear. Amen? Amen. And then Matthew 6, can you go, okay. you know what I'm saying? And then Matthew 6, 33 says, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Ashley mm-hmm. comes to mind when you hear this. Wow. So, um, Ephesians 2 is funny. It's like um, my pastor from back home. That's like his voice now. <laughs> Verse, so I heard it a lot. Yeah. Um, it just gives me a glimpse of um, of who God is, you know, how much he cares for us and how um, he takes his time. Like when I think of purpose and, you know, he, he thought of us before we even came out of mother's womb. Like that's, that's powerful. Mm-hmm. Like that shows me God's love. Um, and knowing that, I'm created to do something bigger than me for God's kingdom, for his glory. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then um, Matthew 6, you know, yes, you know, we, we hear that a lot. Seek the Lord and then everything that our heart desires, right? But then when I'm looking at that verse and then thinking of purpose, God is saying, seek me. Seek my purpose, my plan for you, and everything else will be added unto you. You know what I'm saying? So... It just kind of gives me a, a new insight on purpose itself. Like, hey, how will I know what my purpose or the purposes that God has for me? I have to seek him in order to find out yeah. what he has in store. And he has so much in store for me. Oh, for sure. And for us, for all of us. That's good. Yeah, you know, I, you know, you picked really amazing scripture passages because they all feed off of each other. And, you know, when I read that first one, and it talks to us about the fact that 
God created where his hands is at, right? His yeah. masterpiece, mm-hmm. right? He created us to do good work that he already planned, pre-planned yeah. for us to do. Yeah. You know, um, before we got here, right? It goes in line with that first Jeremiah scripture that says, before you were born, yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like these scripture passages are so important for the individual who's like, okay, I my I, I desire to do what God has for me to do, but how do I figure it out? How do you figure Everything out? Everything yeah. in the world is saying, do this, do, do that, that, focus here, do that. Yeah. You need to go back to school and get more education. Or get more money. Or you need to know you got to go do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's all these things that pull us in so many different yeah, directions. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like the Ephesians 2.10 scripture says, I already, God has already pre-planned everything, already yeah. prepared everything ahead of you. Just agree. To let him come in and do it again. And then finally, with the Matthew 6 scripture, it says, Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. God doesn't want us to worry about all that other stuff. Yeah. Because because of how big God is, all that other stuff is lightweight. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's lightweight for the Lord. It's heavy for us because we shoulder a lot more than we're really supposed to in this life. Yeah. When we um, surrender it over, and allow and allow his kingdom and his righteousness to be the um, in the driver's seat and also the main focus. Yeah. God, who knew us before we were formed in our mother's womb, God who prepared us um, the good works for us to do before yeah. we got here, is going to take care of everything, everything else because he knows what we desire. Yeah. He knows us better than we know ourselves. Yeah. So all of it is just like it just. Um, all of those scripture passages just wrap around each other, each other. creating a, 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 a full circle moment when it yeah. concerns God-given purpose. It's so good. So good. That's some good points. All righty, guys. So let's move to our next section. So let's talk about it. So we came up with some questions that um, we're going to ask each other. <laughs> Yeah, and you guys can and ask yourselves at home. You know, ask at home and yes. take the time to be real, to yes. be honest, you yes. know? Yes. Um, so the first two I'm gonna go and say, go ahead and you know, we're gonna discuss our um the first one is what are you doing to pursue your God given purpose while you're in your waiting season? And then the second one is in all honesty, would you say that you seek God for your purpose a hundred percent of the time? Mm. Okay. Mm. Yeah. 
the one thing you want to do then is try. And so, you know, every opportunity that I had to let, I would let, you know, yeah. to practice the craft more, mm -hmm. you know, and um, that's one thing that I find that God does for us. When he gives us a word, he doesn't set us up for failure. He puts yeah. us in a position to succeed. If we're willing to seek him, if we're willing to take one step, he'll carry us the way, the rest of the way forward. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. So one way I'm doing that is just obedience to mm -hmm. the Lord. When he tells me something that has to do with what he has called me to do, yeah. I, I do my best not to question it. I just allow myself to do what it submits. Yeah. To his will Keywords. and do what he's asked me to do. Yeah. And every single time I've allowed myself to just keep my mind and my questioning and all these things out of it, mm -hmm. I've always been pleasantly surprised by the Lord. Wow. What about you, Ash? Um, I think what I've been doing lately, um, because I think I was watching a sermon, I don't know where what pastor was teaching, but I remember was talking about purpose and how a lot of time we're just waiting for God to give us the purpose. Mm -hmm. And it was, I think he was, if I can recall correctly, he was saying how, you know, while, you, while you're waiting, you're supposed to like ask the Lord to reveal to you the gift that he has bestowed upon you so you can use it because those gifts are going to help you along line and your purpose. So I think for me, um, God has always called me to be in, like I, I didn't realize that um, me being encouraging was a gift from God. So um, what God would give me as a revelation is like that's a gift that's assigned to your purpose. So while you're in the waiting, encourage others, um, share your testimony, a stranger, pray for them, like reaching out. So so these are things that um, I've been doing in the waiting season, see, seeking Lord more often, understanding the importance of a. a quiet time with the Lord, spending quality time with him and having conversations with him yeah. and, um, you know, letting him lead me, his Holy Spirit, not my will, not my way. You know, um, as you guys know, I'm a chef, so I cook. So when I do cook, I think that's a way of, it's, it's aligned with my purpose because I'm serving God, I'm serving his children, right. I'm taking my time, I'm showing kindness. It's an opportunity to meet somebody. Yeah. So with everything that we do in this life, there's a meaning behind it so mm -hmm. i think like while i'm in this waiting season um you know i'm taking the time to just let the lord lead me um if he's telling me to do something like you said it's not our job to question well god i don't know it don't look right so i don't know if i want to do what his worst is to lean not on our own understanding but his so that's really my my little two cents all right do you want to go ahead and answer the second question no but i will <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, I gotta read it again. Uh, in all honesty, would you say that you seek God for your purpose a hundred percent of mm. the time? You know, <laughs> no. This is something that I've gotten better with. Yeah. You know, um, you know, there are times where like there are times when you just feel completely stuck and tired. I'm big you that we're talking about this. There are times where I feel <laughs> very much stuck, um, whether it be financially whether it be like with my fitness journey, yeah. whether it be like, and the Holy Spirit will just be like, you know, take one step at a time. Don't worry about certain things. It's not about what your bank account looks like. Don't, don't. I, didn't, well, yeah, you I, want, you, I want you to say that again, because I don't think it hurt you. So. The Holy Spirit will always want you to take things one step at a time, tell you to just put one foot in front of the other and not worry about what your bank account looks like, 
not worry about like you know um, anything to do with your finances, anything to do with your body. If you mm-hmm. like, if you like have goals the same way I do, and you're trying yeah, to like get felt not just for the summer but for life. Amen. Amen. And, <laughs> and you know, just all of these other things that you feel are completely out of your control. Sometimes, you know, even though the Holy Spirit is always ministering to me, and is ministering to me during those moments, saying, just take it easy, breathe, yeah. rest in me, abide, you know, all those beautiful, peace-loving words that yeah. the Holy Spirit likes to use for us. But the old me, sometimes when I really feel like I'm back to the quarter, you know, it, when it comes, concerns the weight loss stuff, um, uh, don't eat breakfast or lunch, just eat dinner. And you know what I mean? Like, do yeah. something drastic so that you can see a couple of uh, pounds um, difference on the scale. Yeah. Or with the finances, go and ask that person that you would normally ask for money for money because, you know, you're you're about to be in the net. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just acting in the old version of yourself. And this is something that, Lord of God, I'm not doing anymore. Yeah. But it took a while to get there because when I felt like I was really tired, I was like, well, is God going to show up on time? Because... Mm-hmm. These things still are real, you know what I mean? But one of the things that, um, one of the things that I find as that percentage has been going up and I more and more seek God wholeheartedly um, when it comes to my purpose, uh, I've I've just been finding that you you understand more and more that God is, is the complete ruler of everything in this universe. Yeah. What we see as deadlines, what we see as time running out, is a non-factor to God. Yeah. He exists outside of time, in the realm of eternity. Yeah. Where time is a small construct compared to everything that he is and is in control over. And so you find that when God tells you to do something, time works a little differently. That deadline, you find out that Whatever they said they needed on that day, they don't need it anymore at mm. that time. Because mm. God then shifted the time. Mm. And they mm. need it when you now have what was necessary to complete the task. Girl, and so know. in so many times, you know, like God, when you allow yourself to just let the Holy Spirit minister to you and to um, be in control of how things move, yeah, you find that time is very, very different when the Lord is concerned. Yeah. When you are allowing him to lead, it's all about when he says it's to happen. Yeah. Nothing to do with what the world has said. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that's how you beat the system. Beat the system. It's all about beat the system. Beat the system. You know? Beat the system. Yeah, here's your judge, you guys. I hope y'all. I hope y'all paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Um, and where? Uh huh. Where? Where? Would I say that I seek the Lord um, for my God-given purpose 100% of the time? No, not really. In the past, you know, I'm on the same boat with you, Vic. Um, you know, prior to moving here, um, I didn't really know what my purpose was. Or, I mean, I wanted to be debt-free. <laughs> I think we all want to be debt-free now. <laughs> Hallelujah. I said, Jesus, you said I'm supposed to be a lender, not a borrower. So, but I wasn't um, seeking God for really what does he need me to do, but more so what I need him to do. Mm. Oh, so you you had God in genie mode? I, I, I kind of did. You know, sometimes we got to be real with ourselves. You know, 
think I had a devotion today or something. It was talking about how, um, I think we had a conversation about interceding yes. and how a lot of times, like when we go in prayer, we're always praying for ourselves and forgetting that it's good to pray for others and other things. It can be selfish. Yes. And so, um, yeah, I haven't done that. It's just really has been the past year that I've really taken the time to really seek God and understand that well, I'm here for a reason and I'm going to be used for God's glory, for his kingdom, however he needs me to, whether it's through helping somebody, praying for somebody. And I think he said, like, renewing my mind when it comes to, like, I think I told you when I first met you, if I see someone struggling, right, and um, let's say they need finances, they need some form of money, and I'm like, I'm going to pray for you, but I have some extra change. And the Lord is calling me to help him out. And I'm out here wondering and, 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 and not really doing what the Lord has called me. That could be a part of my purpose. I don't know. But you know what I mean? So that's what he has to help me understand. Like, yes, it's good to pray for others. But you're here as a vessel for my kingdom. So it was really just taking that time and having quiet time with him, praying and seeking God, fasting, Lord, fasting. <laughs> fast right now. <laughs> God is good. God is good. So, um it's definitely that I'm definitely, I would say, close to it, but, you know, it's a progress, it's a daily thing, like, just learning everything, every day you wake up, you gotta choose to worship, choose to surrender, choose to submit, and that will lead you along the way. So true. Oh, okay, so we've got some more fancy questions here. <laughs> Next one is, what does purpose look like? Can there be more than one purpose? I'll go ahead and answer first. Mm -hmm. um, purpose doesn't have a look. Mm. That's what I'm going to say. Because as the body of Christ, we represent different parts of who Christ is. Yeah. And so my purpose is going to look different than your purpose. Yeah. But it's going to work synergistically. Because yeah. the body of Christ has to move as one. Yeah. Oneness. Look at one of our previous identity. You're welcome. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, so uh, I don't believe that purpose has a specific shape. If I had to describe what purpose looks like, and I'm taking this like very, like considering if like purpose was something that you could physically see. That's, yeah. That's how I'm choosing to answer this question. Okay. And so I would say that purpose is more like an amoeba. An amoeba is a is a a formless cell. And it can continue to shape, shift, and change mm -hmm. into anything. And so I believe that because God is a being that is limitless, yeah, His God-given purpose for our lives has to be as such, has to model who He is. Mm -hmm. And so I believe that purpose doesn't have a particular shape; it's just something that can continue to change and shift as God continues to elevate our calling from one place to another because like we're taking from glory to glory yeah i believe that every calling that we have now depending on the lens that we look at it can either be the foundation for something greater that we're going to mm -hmm. do or it could be the pinnacle the very top of something um regarding where we're coming from yeah so that's how i look at that and in terms of can there be more than one purpose absolutely um so long as there is breath in our bodies, we have purpose. Mm. So long as we have an opportunity to experience a new day, there's something new that the Lord 
So if we allow him, allow um, us to receive, allow us to um, walk in the revelation of, yeah. experience the blessings for, you know what I mean? So um, I believe that there's definitely multiple purpose purposes, just like, you know, people are giving multiple gifts and talents. Mm. Ashu? Ashu, you, shh. Honestly, like, 
I just, it, it is just full surrender for me. Yeah. Um, the only way, because, ugh, Obis just got a lot of nuances. She mm. is anxiety ridden, a worry ward. She's inquisitive, has too many questions about everything. She's demanding, she can be loud, she can be ill-tempered. She just got a lot of messy stuff going on, right? Yeah. When left to her own devices, when uh, when her flesh is allowed to leave the way, yeah. right? And so, to for me, because it, my deepest desire more than anything was to lead a life completely sold out to God. Yeah. I want to, my deepest desire is to become every elevation that he spoke over my life when, when, when I was formed in my mother's womb. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so the only way for, for that to happen is it's not even the prayer of less of me and more of you. Sis, I wake up every morning and I say none of me, none of me. and all of you. Amen now. Completely fill me up to overflow. Yeah. You know, with, with the Holy Spirit of God, because that's how much I want God to completely order every single step that I take. Yeah. And that's how much I want my will completely relinquished when it when it comes to how my life is supposed to go. Yeah. I'm 32 years old. <laughs> well, I'm I'm so no, you would never know. You would never know. Only to the glory of God. Amen. <laughs> but um, I, I spent a good... 30 and a half years doing my own thing. And I saw what that looked like. There was, you know, just like the word God says, sometimes you be in light, sometimes you be in dark, but now that you are fully light, walk as though as the children of light are supposed to. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, and that's what my life was before. There were times where I would be on it and I felt like I was killing it. And then there were times where I was in these deep, almost suffocating pits you know of just complete darkness yeah. and and the major thing that you don't have at least my experience of not having when i didn't allow the holy spirit to leave was balance mm -hmm. i was living this life of of deep extremes either extremely happy and doing so much that i could not hold on to that i could not keep that energy yeah or in the deepest pit of depression of addiction and all of these other things where I thought I was going to die the next day because then I had no motivation to get myself out of that. Yeah. And so it's it's one of those things for me where because I recognize where I'm coming from, or at least the Lord has allowed me to recognize where I'm coming from, yeah. and I see that even if there was a way for me to do better, I refuse to go back. Yeah. The only way forward is to completely abandon myself and allow the Holy Spirit to use my life as a living sacrifice yeah. for God's glory. So that is how I'm letting the Holy Spirit guide me in my walk to live and abide in my God redeemed life. Amen. You know, I got to answer like an essay question. You know question. <laughs> um, I definitely agree with you, Isaac. I definitely have to submit, have to surrender. Um, it's a daily thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, your flesh still exists okay. and it's a warfare. Okay. But through Jesus Christ, it gets easier as we spend time with Him, know who we are in Him, and seek after His desires. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so, I, like you said, I, I was a hot mess, you know? Um, 
I allowed my emotions to leave me for a minute. You know, um, if something didn't go right, I allowed depression and suicidal and anxiety and all of these things. Um, so I think I had built this wall of like, yeah, I trusted God, but like, I still needed like a backup plan. Like I was one of those individuals, like I would be working like two jobs or doing what I got to do. Like I was a hustler, you know? <laughs> like I had to, you know, but I still trusted God and, and, you know, moving here and, and what God was, you know, like this teaching me, I had to become a baby like become a child, literally depending, fully depending on God. Yeah. And it, was hard because <laughs> it's like, Lord, can I know when you go do it? Understanding it's not about my time, it's God's time. Understanding that His time is perfect. He's a God who's never late, not too early, but He's a right on time God. You know, so literally align the Holy Spirit. And I think one prayer I used to, I still make to this day, continues asking the Lord, reveal things to me that I've hidden inside. That I haven't come before you to, to talk about, so I can talk to you about this, so we could work on it. So um, I know that's something he would, that would be the big on me. I would be like maybe eighty percent depending on God. Where now it's like I completely, He is where my help comes from. He is my provider. He is my healer. He is my deliverer. I can go on about all He is because God is just that good. So everything you need, when you need, everything it. you need. You know, as Pastor Mike says, all you have is all you need, and all you need is all you have. So definitely that's really how I've been, you know, really on this walk, just completely surrendering to God and asking the Holy Spirit to lead my steps, what I speak, what I hear, what I see, because that all, you know, plays into part yeah. into this walk. For sure. Um, so guys, we're in our last section. Woo! Yes. Before we get to call, um, the action so we want to let you guys know how you can stay connected with wow um network women helping other women okay um so it's www.wow so that's w-h-o-w network.org all right um so on our call to action we're going to give you guys some tips to help you uh pursue your god-given purpose um so the first two i'm going to go ahead and say is spend quality time with God. So be intimate with him when you're having your quiet time. So you got to do that in order to know the plans that he has for your life. Um, and then learn more about the gifts God has uh, placed inside of you to glorify his kingdom. Elaborate on that. Okay, I'll expand. I'll expand. I'm sorry. <laughs> So, uh, so learn more. What I mean by that, you know, as we talk throughout the um, podcast episodes, excuse me, guys, um, we talk about gifts, what that looks like. So, um, in order to find out what your gifts are, it's good to like have that quality time with the Lord, so He can give you revelation of what they look like, what they are. Like we mentioned, you just greeting someone consistently, that could be a gift that God placed you. Because there are some people that don't have the patience to do that, and you might have that patience to do that. So that's a gift. From God, so um, it could be you know helping somebody or having a heart for the homeless people. Not a lot of people really care about that. That could be a gift from God, saying putting that tug in your heart. Hey, I'm gonna have you do something that's regarding that. So that's what I mean by you know we all have a lot of these gifts, and they're not just there. Oh, we just we're just nice. 
That's not going to be. Yes. Um, okay. God has so much in store for you. So, essentially, when we say that, we're, we're, we really mean that it's not what it looks like. What you're going through right now, whether you're currently on an active journey in Christ or you're still trying to, uh, you know, have the Lord come in and work out your salvation, no matter where you are in the process, this is not the end of it. Submitting to God and allowing him to give you purpose and reveal what that purpose is in your life, it, it is only the beginning, right? There's so much that there's so much that is going to be on the other side of this journey when you stick with it. You know, what better way to go through this life than to have a perfect God who never fails, leading and ordering your steps, taking you from glory to glory, has helping you get rid of any of the shame that you may be carrying, any of the um, failures that you may not let go of, so that you can be a new creation. I mean, it, it, it's true transformation right there. So God has so much in store for you. And you, it's important to understand that this is a process. It's a daily step. You know, God is a God who doesn't force us to do anything, but he also um, doesn't give us more than we can handle. Our God is one that doesn't overburden us. And so you can't you have to, you know, really just let go of how the world has you do certain things. The world wants us to keep piling on task after task. It's so important to be busy and all this stuff where you completely forget about yourself and your needs and all this other stuff. And then you wonder why everything falls apart at the end of it. Yeah. It's, you know, God will have you do things step by step when it concerns your, pur your purpose. But when you consistently allow him in, you will find that you start to get into a rhythm and it starts to really change you and you become a lot mm -hmm. more joyful. You become a lot more peaceful. And then things like rest and abide don't become such abstract, faraway words. They become a part of your present reality. So just remember that it is a process and it's something that takes time and requires patience. And like we talked about before, you allow the Holy Spirit to lead you. You won't have to worry about it because the Holy Spirit's always going to help it. And so finally, uh, we just wanted to leave you guys with a prayer. The, you know, we, we really just thought about the individuals who may still have questions for how to go about starting off um, seeking the Lord for a God-given purpose. So we just have a sample prayer. Obviously, you can say whatever you need to say in order to uh, commune with the Lord. He will always look at your heart and respond to that. Um, but we wanted to make sure that we give you guys just a little something to get you started just in case. Okay. So, Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, thank you for giving me a new life in Christ and giving me purpose. I'm not sure how to pursue all that you've called me to, but what I know for sure is that it's your will, not mine, that shall be done. I let go of all control and I put the Holy Spirit in the driver's seat. Have your way, lead the way, and I surely, uh, I will surely follow. 
Amen. Amen. So I guess that would be our prayer for today. <laughs> Have a good one, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Bye. Till next time.